Okay, we got Ryan P. Dooley, Topher, and Nate in the Vaders from Mars is is the the screenplay. It is from the Rowanson Relationship uh, Film Festival. It's the winner. It's uh, about a guy who's a down on his luck gay man, and he looks back at his former relationship with the love of his life, and then uh, Martians invade Earth at the same time. I guess right. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and it sort of escalates the relationship to a place that neither of them is emotionally ready for uh it i figured it'd be a, a fun way to blend both sort of you know uh bittersweet millennial kind of romantic comedy kind of 500 days of summer vibes uh with like 90s independence day blockbuster insanity yeah it's great it's like a it's like a, the two things going on it's like a, you ever seen the movie war of the world of the worlds Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Both so of them. there's a like we've we've seen we've seen father-son relationships in a million movies, right? So mm -hmm. that's what that movie's about. But then they might as well have, you know, an invasion while these two the, the this dad and his son are having a conflict, I guess, right? Sure. Yeah. Or in or in this case, you know, to uh a romantic relationship. That's what and I mean. It's like the yeah, same kind totally. of same kind of idea in a sense, right? But this is more this is a relation this is a romance, but it's the same. Like they will, like you said, it escalates. It's like it makes you makes the the characters see what's what's uh, important for them. I guess, right? Absolutely, and like realizing, and even the different things that they're looking for that they're both kind of trying to get out of this insane, overblown uh, situation. Uh, because so many of those, you know, those genre movies, which I love, I'm a sort of general all-purpose pop culture geek. Um, so many of those movies are rooted in, you know, romantic relationships. You know, the, the guy and the girl, they kiss, the orchestra swells, it's all over at the end of the movie. But they, they're usually playing it pretty straight. And at least for me, part of it is because I'm, you know, a millennial with ADHD. And the other part is probably just because I love comedy. But that's the more serious they take the relationship is usually the more I get bored by it. And I'm like, well, you're, you're going to have some jokes here, right? You could. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. It's really well. So, so be what I've in the blog core in the blog interview, this is your first screenplay that you've ever written. Yes. I have written a couple of pilots. Uh, this is my first completed feature. Uh, I went. Oh, your to, first feature. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My first completed feature. Uh, I went to film school at uh, the Second City, the comedy theater uh, in Chicago. They have an intensive program. Yeah, we've shown yeah. a few films from that. From that. From uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, the idea is we come out with a fully produced short film uh, and a fully written uh, written project. And I had had a pilot that I was working on that I did not care for. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, maybe this will get me over the hump. Uh, and then I woke up one morning and I just had the idea for, for Topher and Nate and away we went. Oh, so it was like kind of done within the window of the school, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Within the window of my last session, actually, because I, I got, I first thought about it in early April and I think we were due to have it done by July. So. So did you pass? Yeah. I mean, they, they seem to like it uh quite a bit uh i got uh there's a there's a competitive writing fellowship uh in each of the um they call them cohorts as opposed to classes yeah um but uh <laughs> i did i did receive that 
for uh, for this screenplay, which was a really nice uh, boost of confidence to to try and like just keep keep carrying it forward. How did you how did you like the the program? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I've been a film geek since, you know, since the days of blockbuster video, which ages me considerably. Um, but, you know, my dad and I would go every week and I had been doing theater before COVID and then COVID shut everything down. And I thought, you know, maybe this would be a nice time to explore broadening my horizons, changing careers. And it was really, uh, really a life-changing opportunity. And just, you know, getting to, to learn from amazing people who've been working with that institution for years and and glean, you know, the wisdom of of what they can teach you from all of their years of experience. Um, and yeah, that, that kind of set me on this path of uh, wanting to, to pursue screenwriting full-time. So were, did you move to Chicago or did, were you already living there? I was already here. Uh, I had moved here in 2013 to try and get into the musical theater scene. And that was, that was what I had been doing uh, professionally right up until 2020, um, which was nice because then Second City is sort of right in your back door. And even, you know, I know a bunch of people who are still in the theater scene here who still manage to find their way in there just because it's such a, it's such an institution. You, you always are tempted to take advantage of it while it's there. So what were you, are you, are you still working in the musical theater scene right now or? Not as much. No, my day job, ironically enough, is working at Second City uh, while I'm, because the idea is I'm, I'm hoping to move out to LA in a couple months. Okay. Uh, and so I'm, I'm saving up for that right now. So what were you doing as in musical theater? In musical theater? Um, a lot. I was really good at playing characters I refer to as that guy from the left uh oh so you're sort of, you're an actor you were an actor then oh, i was an actor yeah character okay. actor mostly gotcha and it, the, then that there's a big there's a big um kind of like uh pies of it's popular in chicago musical theater yeah it's you know it, it doesn't get quite the level of press that like you know new york gets for for broadway but there's uh a lot of really um big union houses in Chicago that uh, that employ a lot of people. Uh, there's a really awesome non-union uh, but storefront theater scene. It's this sort of movement where people will like, you know, there was a show I saw, they, they rented out like a used record store to put on a production of High Fidelity. And so everything's like super intimate. You're seating maybe 60 people in the space. The actors are like two feet in front of you um the, and it just the john cusack yeah. movie right Jack yeah, yeah 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 which is also set in chicago it is yeah i remember that movie it's a pretty um, good movie yeah it's wonderful um but yeah so the the theaters there's a, there's a lot to, to choose from in terms of different types of shows theaters uh to do here and then you said that you're gonna move to los angeles in a couple months yeah yeah, yeah. i've uh been saving up for it this entire past year so i'm i'm about to make the jump and what are you gonna what are you gonna aspire to do in los angeles uh well uh the writers are on strike so not writing immediately um but kind of just hoping to get my feet wet learn the neighborhoods well uh, the non-union writers are, are are not on strike right so well that's true but but the the guild wants you 
and, and I understand why they they want uh, non-members to to stand in solidarity uh, as though they are. Just in uh, case you become a member, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. And I and I do uh, aspire to to join the guild one day, so I'm I'm not opposed to that. Um, but like I've got a couple buddies out there who, uh, in fact, one of the guys who's going to be my roommate, a really funny guy named Jim Belden, who uh, has been posting a new comedy short on his YouTube channel every week since he moved out to California in August of last year. I have no idea how he does it or how much caffeine he must be on. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, get my feet wet with people like that. Well, that's, that's actually a good idea because it gets you disciplined to get you kind of, it forces you to do something, I guess. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's any, any role in the performing arts. And I, I mean, I remember this from my theater days, like it's, it's always a grind, whatever you're going to do, you know, you, you have to pound the pavement, whether that's, whether you're auditioning, whether you're pitching, whether you're just meeting people, it's, you know, the the hustle and the discipline of the hustle is just part of the game. So for this particular screenplay, what what yeah. motivated you to send it, send it out to uh, the, the festivals? Uh, I mean, I kind of just wanted to see if people liked it uh, in a very uh, sort of insecure way. Uh, I wanted to know if, if I if I was crazy. Um, but in, in sort of a more macro sense, uh, you know, I'm gay and I have been dissatisfied is, is a strong word, but I think it's also accurate uh, with a lot of the uh, gay representation in media where it feels like every relationship is either a, you know, martyrdom narrative that gets nominated for a bunch of Oscars or a, you know, Hallmark card. Uh, and I was interested in writing and hopefully one day producing, uh, we'll cross our fingers for that one, uh, a, a story that hit, you know, the, the kind of relationship that people actually have, uh, which is much more in the middle. Um, and then I added Martians because they're fun. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's realistic until it's really not. <laughs> No, no, a hundred percent. Well, that's the, that's the drama, right? Like, it's right. like they, they're like, it, people don't want to see a normal relationship on screen. You got to have some sort of drama or conflict. Oh, sure. areas, right. I mean, if only on the base level of like a movie ticket costs, what, almost 20 bucks a pop now. So it, you know, you got to justify people forking the money over to sit down in the theater. They want to see something special. Uh, I was also, this is going to sound like a weird pinball uh it also kind of reminded me of the central concept of la la land when it came out which was this idea that like you know when you're in love everything turns into in in the world of that movie it's this like technicolor musical spectacular um but whenever you are in a relationship everything seems to have to live in a heightened reality certainly if you're in like that that opening honeymoon phase uh, that that almost seems more at home with like you know heightened pulp fiction and life and death stakes uh, than you know just sort of mundane reality. So what what from a tone standpoint, what did the Martians kind of like when the Martians invade? What is the what is the feel? It's like I, I, the way I'm seeing it, it's like all kind of shown seen from the, the point of view of your main actor. Yeah, so it's absolutely. like all kind of from what it, it's kind of like what he sees. That's how that's how I would direct it. 
for sure. Like the, the, the whole story is told in retrospect through yeah. his, through his narrative. And it's, you know, it's, it's a great disruptive dislocating event for the entire society, which I think, you know, I think we all have some experience with something like that uh, at this point in our lives. Um, but which was something that I was interested in exploring too, is the ways that all of the characters have their own emotional stories, their own emotional agendas. And particularly with, but not exclusively with regards to these two guys at the center of the story. Um, and then a Martian invasion comes in and upsets all of those plans and completely upends reality. And it's like, well, now you just have to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. So what, but what, what do the Martians look like? Uh, they look like, I didn't want to do the little green men thing, uh, just cause that felt pat. Um, I don't know what inspired me to go with like giant, like iguana bipedal lizards. Maybe just like with the whole internet meme of talking about like lizard people <laughs> living around. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, uh, the way I see it, they're like between six and seven foot tall, like dinosaurs that walk on two legs. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. The, the, yeah, the lizard people, right? <laughs> cool. Well, so then so it seems like everything's kind of changing for you. Are you excited? I, I, I'm assuming you're, you're, uh, this script, particular script is getting uh, some good traction for you? It has been, yeah. Uh, it's, I've been submitting it around to a bunch of places on, uh, Film Freeway, on Coverfly. I think on Coverfly, it, it's, I was raised Irish Catholic. So anytime I report anything even remotely positive, I immediately like feel like I'm lying, even though I'm not, it's weird. <laughs> I don't trust it. Um, but yeah, it was in the top 20 most read, uh, comedies, our highest rated comedies on uh, Coverfly, which is this online uh, script publishing uh, platform. Yeah, totally, which that, yeah. Which that was, that was really just a, a giant shock, but, you know, very, very surprising and very grateful for that. And then so you, you're looking to get, obviously after the strike, after looking to get representation when you move to Los Angeles? Yep, absolutely. Uh, that's, uh, that's step number one at this point. And you said you've written some some uh, TV pilots already as well. Yeah, absolutely. The 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 pilots are this is I I hope this doesn't sound pretentious. Uh, the the pilots are my palate cleansers after writing features. I'll just do are something like a little like palate cleansers. Okay, because like a feature is so big and so you know it's it's almost like writing a novel. You like sink yourself neck deep into it, and that. Then you know it's a pilot and it's a world and you populate it with the characters, but the structure is, at least in terms of the three acts of that episode, is simpler and you just make sure you leave enough room to grow on. Uh, so yeah, that's how I like to unwind after uh, writing a feature. Unwind, <laughs> unwind, <laughs> and then and then uh, like in terms of like you said, you, your friend does skits. Like, what mm -hmm. else would you want to do? Skits? Like, what would, like, like ideally, what would you like? like to get hired on a show like what would you kind of want to want to do absolutely uh i i mean i do write sketch comedy uh coming out of second city uh and yeah. so i would love to uh further work in that um yeah i mean getting to get hired on a show i mean uh gosh there, there's so much good stuff being written right now uh even in the realm of like you know comedy genre entertainment because i'm 
I'm drawn more towards the pulpier stuff. Like I was watching this animated show on Netflix the other day called Arcane, mm -hmm. which is based on the League of Legends multiplayer online game, which I would never have expected to be uh to have any potential for story, honestly, because your characters in that the player has to be able to come in, so it has to be a blank slate. Um, but like it's all built on this very moving relationship between these two sisters who reject each other. So one's the hero and one's the villain. And anyway, I would I would love to work on something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you probably can. So I think you got I got what it takes. It's a good tone wise. This is a well a very hard script to write. I know it's because it's 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 got to be funny. It's got to be funny and basically, and you got to have that kind of like sci-fi kind of scary kind of moments, but it's all that. And, and of course the relationship. So there's like kind of like three genres going on at the same time. And, uh, and it's tough to kind of balance that tone. So you did an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. So we wish you the best of luck with it. And I know that you're, you're, you're doing the big move and hopefully the, the strike will be settled. And, uh, and you're on your way here. Here's hoping, you know, from your mouth to whatever may or may not exist up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, great, man. This, this is a great script. It's like one of the better Thank ones. You. Like you said, cover flies is telling you that and their contests are as well. So, and so it should do, do, do you do, 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 do a very good service for you. Let's put it that way. Thank you, Thank you very much. I, I, I definitely hope so. Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel.